Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. And once again, we're glad to have you. This is uh, the heat of the summer across America. Temperatures getting up near 100 degrees where I live in Mississippi and across the country. We've got some uh, heat going on. And maybe it's all coming from the Washington, D.C. or the... <laughs> the political mouths <laughs> they've all gone home from dc congress is uh go- going back home and and maybe it's just the heat from the political mouths uh, no in all honesty wow where does america go from here we are divided we are fighting amongst ourselves not just democrat and and, and Republican, I'm talking about Republicans are fighting among themselves. Democrats are fighting among themselves. Uh, independents are fighting. And and you wonder, what what's going on? You, well, you, you look at the Green Party. Uh, there's divisions and the Democrats wanting to shoot down the Green Party's uh, uh, nominee for, for the uh, presidency of the United States. The Democrats fear, uh, fear, fear the Green Party now in some in some places it's just division after division so where does america go from here we're going to talk about that on this week's show and for first we're going to have to define where is here and we'll do that in a minute but uh let me ask you real quick before we get into that i'll tell you we got a uh tony perkins from the family research council he was on newsmax and he has a there's a clip of him that really sort of sums up where we are, I think, as America and what's happening. It's a short clip. We'll play that in a little bit later in the program. But I do want, before we get there, uh, on the, the Newsmax show, The Record with Greta, uh, she asked the question, who is Victor Shokin? Do you know who Victor Shokin is? Very important person in the politics of the United States, he's not an American. Yes, some of you are thinking now, I've heard that name, Victor Shokin. Well, he, going back, way back before the Ukraine war, way back before Donald Trump was president of the United States, well, he was looking into some um, misdealings and some uh, criminal activity in Burisma. You ever heard of that company? Oh, yeah. Hunter Biden. <laughs> Hunter Biden. By golly, his his skills in, in oil and gas and, and all this, uh, he just, they thought he they needed that expert on the board of Maris, Burisma of the largest holdings of uh, gas uh, in the Ukraine. Ha, ha. Yeah, in the Ukraine, before President Trump was ever president. And guess what? 
That's the one where Vice President, at that time, Vice President Biden uh, had a billion dollars holding over the head and said, you don't get that billion dollars unless you fire Victor Shokin. Now, why did he get fired? I don't know, but let's play this clip from uh, Greta here on the Newsmax show. I'm going to play that, and then we'll get back into where America goes from here. 1023 report that the FBI didn't want Congress to see. Well, in that document, the FBI's confidential human source mentioned this man's name 10 times. And then there is the transcript of Hunter Biden's ex-business partner, Devin Archer. The name, the same name, Victor Shokin. It's mentioned 21 times in the transcribed House interview with Devin Archer. So naturally, we all want to know, who is Victor Shokin? And what, if anything, does Victor Shokin have to do with the Biden business dealings? National correspondent Logan Raddick joins me. So tell me, who is he? Well, Greta, the mystery behind Viktor Shokin is starting to clear up a bit. He was the former prosecutor general in Ukraine, and there's two competing theories about Shokin, that he was either corrupt or fighting corruption in Ukraine. Now, according to the transcript from Devin Archer's interview earlier this week on Capitol Hill, Burisma Holdings founder and president, Mikola Zlachevsky, he paid Hunter Biden millions of dollars to sit on the board and ask the then vice president's son to, quote, help him relieve pressure from Ukraine's prosecutor general through his contacts in D.C. James Mandolfo, who's the general counsel for the House Oversight Committee majority, asked Archer, quote, what did Hunter Biden do after he was given that request? To which Archer replied, quote, I did not hear this phone call, but he called his dad. Then Vice President Joe Biden held up $1 billion in international monetary fund loan guarantees. And Les Shokin was fired, and sure enough, he was. And after leaving office, Biden bragged about this to the Council on Foreign Relations back in January of 2018. I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there's another billion-dollar loan guarantee. Okay, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a <laughs> got fired. And here's what Archer said about Burisma's view of Shokin during his first interview after Monday's testimony. I wasn't involved in, in Shokin or any of this, but he was a threat. And um, Nikolai actually never went back to Ukraine after Shokin seized all of his assets. The case was that Shokin, there was all this pressure to fire Shokin from this, you know, the larger community, and then he was fired, and then somehow Burisma was let off the hook. And President Biden has denied talking to his son about his foreign business dealings, but has not commented on Archer's testimony while he's been on vacation at his home in Delaware. Greta. Well, what do you make of that clip? Who is Victor Shokin? Will he play a role in the American uh, decision of who will be our next president? Should he have played a role in 2020? Absolutely he should have, but guess who was controlling the press, controlling social media? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't Joe Biden at the time, but it was, his, it was all these, uh, the Democratic, um, whatever you want to call it, the mafia, Democrat mafia, just controlled uh, Zuckerberg, controlled at that time Twitter, and of course that's before elon musk bought it and they would not let any kind of information go out only uh on their platforms be zapped it'd be people putting time out oh this is lies this is lies and now will we ever get to the truth well 
I hope we do to think that this all should have been uh, discussed before the 2020 election. And that's why it was such a disgusting thing to find out we had people in the FBI, members of taxpayer-paid people who were putting their finger on the election. They were, they were uh, stealing from Americans to be able to decide who would be the next president of the United States in 2020. Uh, when I say they did that, well, they put their hands on the scale of justice. They kept the truth from coming out. They kept even the discussion of what is true. They kept it out of the American media, and that was cheating. It was, it was abuse. It was election interference, and nobody, nobody, nobody seems to want to talk about it in the mainstream media. But you heard it right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And now, let's talk about where does America go from here? This is August 2023. There's a presidential election next year. We got a guy in his 80s that everybody wonders, is he really there? Is he making the decisions? Well, of course not. Of course not. I mean, they would not let this man run, be the CEO of any company, any shareholders, any board of any shareholding company would say, this man can't make decisions. And, and, and he's president of the United States. So who's making the decisions? Well, <laughs> looks like he's going to run for office again, and people are going to end up voting for him. Um, and then on the other side, you got Donald Trump who's leading the polls by a big, big margin, and yet he's he had his uh, third indictment and a fourth indictment on its way. I mean, he may be in jail for 700 years. We talked about on the show where you add everything up what they're uh, pushing on Donald Trump. He might be in jail for 700 years. How about that? <laughs> and you think, where does America go from here? Will we ever be united? Will we ever be the United States of America? You know, back before the Civil War, no one would say uh, the United States. Uh, that happened after the Civil War. The United States of America. And, and through it all, we, we've managed to st stick together, stay together. But there is some deep, deep divisions. Even going back to the riots in 2017 and and all over the different parts of the country, in 2020 even. And, and, and now we see a lot of the people who were arrested are getting paychecks from the Democrat-run cities. And then the people causing the violence were arrested, and now they're getting paychecks because, oh, oh, we put you in jail. We're sorry we put you in jail, so here's some money to make up for it. I mean, what kind of country are we living in and how does that help bring America together? Uh, I, you might have saw last week in uh, New York City. I was there just two weeks ago. And at Union Square, they had a, they, they caught a bunch of teenagers. There's more than teenagers, people in their 20s and older adults, it looks like. I would say older adults, older teens and people in their 20s. And they, they just uh, caused havoc. And the mayor does not blame them. He blames everything but them. You know, where is there any uh, accountability? And are we seeing more and more accountability or less and less? Well, for Donald Trump, they want accountability. But how about others? How about others? 
And they say, you remember when Trump was being uh, put on trial and, and, and I mean, and impeached? And everybody go, no one is above the law. No one is above the law. But Hunter Biden is. But uh, Hunter Biden is. How about Joe Biden? Are they above the law? Obviously they are because the FBI has a two-tiered justice system that is dividing America. And that's where when we say where does America go from here and we define where is here, here is a place where America has a, you know, a two-tiered justice system. And it's uh, part of the FBI, it's a part of the Department of Justice, and it's, uh, it's just flagrant in your face. Uh, we had the FBI director denying any of that, and then what happens? Well, everything from the raid of Mar-a-Lago Mar and, and all this, just just get Trump, get Trump. we got to put him in jail or he'll be president again. They can't stand the thought of Donald Trump winning the presidency in 2024, so they're gonna, they say, we just put him in jail, and surely the American people will not vote for him if he's in jail. But they don't realize when you put somebody like Trump in jail, you're telling everybody, look what we're doing to him. He was president. And what they're saying subliminally, or they are saying is, you better fear us because if we can put the president in jail, think what we can do to you. And that's what's happening. If they can abuse Donald J. Trump, former president of the United States, what can they do to you? How can they put you in jail? How, to, how can they set you up? If they don't like what you say on Twitter, if they don't like what you say on X, if they don't like what you say on Facebook, will they come after you like they've come after Donald Trump? And the American people are starting to think, you know what? It's out of control and it's dividing our country. So I don't know if they've done a good thing or a bad thing. How about it? Well, we got we got to play this clip from uh, Tony Perkins, Family Research Ca uh, Council, and we're going to do that in a minute. But right now, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. We're glad to have everybody listening to our podcast. And this is, uh, we started out calling it Internet Radio when we started uh, about 15 years ago now. But one thing, that over the years, what we've done, if you've been listening to the show, is we want to bring you news, bring you things that you're just not going to hear in the mainstream media. And we, you get a uh, some input, and some different times we'll have a special guest on the show. And, you know, it reminds me of this show when we're talking about bringing up Victor Shokin and what happened in the Ukraine. Way back before the Ukraine-Russia war, you know, back before the, at, during the 2020 election when it was going on, we had Rick Gates on here. And he was talking about all the, all the proof and knowledge they had of Biden and Burisma way back then. And nobody will take a look in the Department of Justice. What a shame. And Bill Barr, of all, you know, uh, un, under uh, President Trump, Bill Barr had this information. And, and just sat on it, it looks like. Just sat on it. Wow. Wow. Uh, but let me, well, one thing I wanted to tell our listeners, uh, going to need some help sometime soon. Uh, the ebook, trying to kick that off for uh, my novel. And again, for those who have not listened to the show, 
in the last few weeks got a novel it's called Hatchie Keeper of the Secret and it's a beginning book of a series and it's not about politics so sometimes you just got to take a break from politics get in some entertainment and enjoy it and that's what this book does gets you away from this world <laughs> it it could happen in this world probably but it's a story of mystery intrigue action adventure starts in the hatchy hills hatchy spelled h-a-t-c-h-i-e and you can get the book by going to hatchybooks.com and and you can order the book and also the ebook is soon gonna be on its way and like i said i'm gonna be like ringo Starr and the beatles i'm gonna need a little help from my friends and that includes you in the next uh week or two and i'll tell you what you can do as soon as we get everything and all the glitches out for an ebook and what you can do to help us out so stay tuned let you know about that more next week but in the meantime if you have not ordered a novel yet you can order it the book version the paperback book it's uh, like uh, 15 dollars. you can go on hatchybooks.com tell your friends and neighbors about it and you can get hooked on a mystery that help <laughs> and part of the premise of the book is looking for world peace okay so how do you we're talking about a divided america where does america go from here maybe this book can be a healing entertaining remedy how about that hatchybooks.com now <laughs> let me play this clip and this is off newsmax with tony perkins take a listen to what he had to say Go anywhere. I want to bring in Tony Perkins now. He's the president of the Family Research Council. Uh, Tony, thanks for coming on. Uh, the, the evangelical vote is, is something I want to talk about here politically uh, uh, and as we talk about Trump, because we're talking about Trump and Biden at the same time here. Uh, how is Trump's support in this moment? We know Biden's taking hits on the corruption. How is Trump's support, in, in your mind, sticking through with the, with the evangelical vote uh, as you see all these indictments, as he's being attacked in this way? Well, I think the evangelicals are looking back at Donald Trump's uh, policies. And, and just to, to play off of uh, or talk about China, it was the Trump administration that got tough with China when it came to the issue of religious freedom. I was the chairman of the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom. Yeah. And uh, under Secretary Pompeo, he went after China. And then you see another administration come in right behind them and start playing, you know, so friendly with China. I mean, obviously now we know that that big fortune cookie that the Biden family had was loaded with cash. But that's that's happening elsewhere. I mean, look at Nigeria. They've done the same thing there. So I think evangelicals are looking at, look, there is a clear contrast between these two administrations. Now, it's not to say that some of them are not being shaken by what they're seeing and what they're hearing. Uh, but as the left weaponizes and politicizes government to go after their political enemies, they are delegitimizing government. And this is very, very dangerous. You see, the Trump administration, they could have done the same thing to Hillary Clinton, but they chose not to because they understood that we, we have to live together in this country. Yeah. And what this administration is doing is tearing apart the very fabric of our country. And, and I, I'm very concerned about the division that uh, will make, I, I, 
quite possibly make January 6th look like a uh, Sunday school picnic. I, th I think we're all worried about that. I'm very worried about this next election and, and what, what we're going to see, what, what we're going to see what people are capable of to try and keep Trump out of office because uh, he has been so vilified by them and, and a lot of that manufactured vilification that we've seen over the last seven years. Morgan Otegas, uh, Tony Perkins, good to see you both. Thank you so much. What about what Tony Perkins said? Did he not just nail it? I mean, he hit it right on the head of the nail when he said uh, the Trump administration could have gone after Hillary Clinton. Obviously, she had broken the law. And obviously, the Department of Justice had many, uh, many tools available. They could have gone after Hillary Clinton after Trump defeated her. But they left her alone because... We have to govern. This country has to be governed. We have people, officials that we elect, and that's our government, and we must work together. And what this administration is doing is everything. What Biden and his administration is doing, and I've said it before, I don't even know if he knows what's going on, but the people who are working under him, who are running this country, are they're just blatantly wanting Donald J. Trump in jail because they fear him so much. And, and I mean, it's like they can't see another side. They are tearing up the fabric of America. And where does it go? Will January 6th look like a Sunday school picnic? I mean, what? where are we going? And who does not want to see the United States of America. Who's making money off this thing? Well, news media is one thing. Mainstream media push, push, push to put Trump in jail. Never a good article about Trump. Never. It's always negative. And then look, uh, <laughs> the Department of Justice, how many times have they twisted arms? And even, even when they brought out this uh, uh, last... Uh, indictment they, that uh jack smith you know and if you want to call if america is becoming a banana republic who's the biggest banana right now jack smith probably but there were some things that would exonerate trump and and jack smith knew it and he wouldn't even look at it to after the indictment i mean that's uh that's pretty telling of what this uh federal prosecutor going after donald trump it is amazing how desperate and how scared that a that an entire uh, an entire administration and organization, the Democratic Party, are scared to death of Donald Trump. They want him in jail to keep him out of the White House. But like I said earlier, the more they damage and abuse Donald J. Trump. The average American's going to understand if they can do that to the former president, they have too much power and they're coming after the little guys. They're going to beat them up, stomp on them, pancake them, and roll them up. And that is too much power. And that's when American people are going to start saying, enough is enough. Let's put Donald Trump back in the White House. Uh, that's why he's got such a lead. He's being abused. Uh, by this uh, Department of Justice and the power of the Biden administration. Banana Republic. And I said Jack Smith was the biggest banana. Maybe I misspoke.
There's a bunch of bananas up there. There's a bunch of bananas in the Biden administration. <laughs> wow. Wow. Banana Republic. You, you never thought America would become a banana republic. That's why we are. You know, uh, you got your, your, your most closest opponent in the political race for president of the United States, and they're putting him in jail, doing everything they can to, to uh, put him in jail. We're a banana republic. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, Joe Biden, for making us a banana republic. Yeah. Well, hey, listen. Thank you for listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And I go back what I've always said. You go back not to John Adams. I mean, John Adams was president, second president of the United States, but his cousin, Samuel Adams, who was called the father of the American people, once said, when in doubt, trust the American people. And that's what I'd say. Trust the American people. Stop the, uh, stop all this, um, uh, you know, indoctrination. Just trust the people to make the right decisions. How about that? Could we do that? Okay. <laughs> you got Doc Holliday's rock splitting politics. Where do we go from here? One step at a time. That's what I'm going to tell you. One day at a time. One step at a time. Don't give up on the Constitution. Don't give up on our freedom and our liberty. Fight for the, the freedom of speech. Freedom of religion. Fight for those things. Willing to stand up no matter what the mainstream and left-wingers say. we got to stand up for freedom of speech. And don't be afraid to speak out. All right, see you next week right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.